0: Following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
1: Welcome to the Bewitching Hour. That's hour three, we call it, of Radio Law Talk. Those of you who are the stalwarts that love our show, as much as we love ourselves. Is that true, Cal? We all love each that's other? That's
0: quite a bit, yeah. That's, that's pretty high on the scale. That's a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah.
1: At, at uh, Radio Law Talk this third hour, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to continue the fun. I didn't say not have a lot of fun. We're going to continue it because we've had fun the last two hours. Go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com, and go to our podcast. These are actually live shows that we podcast. And you can search the topic you want to search and find it uh, in our on our website. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to make a comment, or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. I've got Denise Dirks here, myself, Frederick Penny, and my co-host also over here, Todd Cunin. We're going to talk about Billionaire's Bizarre Third Sexual Battery Lawsuit, Uh, and we're going to state both sides of the arguments, because I kind of studied his side of the argument, the one that they're claiming is sexually harassing women, and we've got to bring up both sides, because... Really, the, what's going on is he's getting a lot of publicity because of his bizarre actions. But in the courtroom, in the courtroom, and even outside the courtroom in the hallway. But we still need to go through logistically and look at a few of the facts here that are the allegations, the allegations, and but some interesting allegations that, excuse me, that I that I'm just shocked about. Um, we're going to also talk about uh, the Supreme Court's going to hear Trump records subpoena issue the Mayweather fight lawsuit, why was there a lawsuit? We're going to explain that. And there's an executive who had a lot to do with Survivor, the show, the the Amazing Race and Big Brothers that is suing CBS, and we're going to tell you why. And then at the end we're going to do our quick takes, which is at the very end of the 3rd hour, we do a quick little synopsis of something that we thought was interesting. Todd, Denise and I and they are things for you to remember the rest of the week. And the best part of our three, Denise and Todd, is our case or no case, that Cal Hunter is going to try to stump us once again on whether or not we have a case or no case. So roll it, Cal.
0: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Well, earlier we talked about a free-the-nipple case in Utah in an earlier hour on the Radio Law Talk, and this is not related in any possible way. So this is Kyle Dubois. An 18-year-old high school senior, I believe he's in Connecticut, in shop class where he was learning how to work with electricity, he was finished with his project, so he took a dare. His friend said, here, put these uh, 120-volt wires on alligator clips and attach them to your freed uh, (laughs) chest area, shall we say. And if he did, there was a can of mountain doing it for him.
1: Wow, that's a good... So
0: he had to accept the challenge. I mean, Mountain Dew, man. Think about it. Yeah. So he attached, and then they flipped a switch. And to put it kindly, it did not go well. He immediately went into cardiac arrest, suffered other medical injuries. The cardiac arrest caused a little brain oxygen uh, deprivation. His parents say he was left with permanent brain injuries. His folks wondered just who was in charge in that classroom anyway. In fact, there were some allegations that the shop teacher himself may have made the dare. So I ask you, Mr. Penny, I'm going to start with you. It's your turn. Case or no
1: case. Wow, this is up my alley. Actually, it is. So, yeah. Not that I've done it before, but this is a personal injury case. <laughs> you thought Wait, about way, it. Way right? to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I've done that before. Not that I'm saying back in the 70s I wouldn't have thought about something like that. But uh, and not that I'm saying Todd hasn't already done it. But with a lower voltage, he just used double A batteries. Nine volt
2: battery. Yeah, it was a double A battery,
1: and so he's and he actually he I still just, does I have. I took a balloon and shocked it up against my eggs. Yeah, there we go. But you know what? Here's the interesting thing. First of all, who do you sue? You sue. Really, the school district is who they would be suing. But, you know, I would think you know, they probably wouldn't sue the kids that dared him and that helped him do that because really the parents are the only ones that might have money and getting to the parents is going to be difficult. But let's say they sue the school. Again, you've got to make a claim. And the school district has also some government exceptions and some protections very difficult to sue schools, difficult to sue counties, cities, government entities. You can, and and they win, and you can win, but they're a little more difficult. You got to go through more steps. That's going to be an issue. I think the facts are going to bear out how this is going to work. I think it was a case. I think the issue is going to come down to what happened. Did the shop teacher know about this let's say he didn't know about this specific instance but knew that these kids were screwing off and doing other things similar to this and he wasn't watching them close enough so a lot of it's going to be a fact base but i'm going to say that uh, the kid's family wins because ultimately these these teachers have to watch over these kids and what they're doing and this seems like something that probably wasn't just a a quick two-second thing that it sounds like people have been daring him. I don't know what the teacher was doing. So case and the family wins.
0: Mr. Kunin, what say you on our case or no case? Ditto. Okay. That's all
2: I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I agree with Fred. I'm not going anywhere different than Mr. Penny.
0: Okay. Ms. Dirks, what say you on our, on our case of uh, fry the nipple? Well, unfortunately,
3: <laughs> I think.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I'm saying, you know. Kind of like the Fry Festival? Yes, like that. What say you, Denise? I'm sorry.
3: I'm just thinking um, that it could be negligence on the part of the teacher for failing to supervise the kids that are using electricity. Um, Dang it. I just want to be like contrary to you guys. Go,
1: Go for it. Say no case. Do it, do it. Come on, let's let's just like just like let's pressure her to do it like the kids like pressured kids, pressure kids. Pressure, do, do it, do it. Denise, it. put the clips down? You Come know, on, hey. the
3: funny thing is my cousins. We had farm cousins, right? Yes. And they said, farm hey, cousins? yeah, they're they farm were, fresh. Yes, they had a farm. They lived on a farm. That's For- why they're called we farm fresh. We were president. city and they were farm. It's forked to cousin. Right. There we go. All right. And they they had us, you know, grab onto the electric. Offense. sure you know, you know that was yeah. a, something that i'll and never forget you didn't forget. know that did you not know that it was... heck no we were from the city Did they tell
1: you to put your feet in the water too
3: no they didn't do oh, that thank okay. goodness All they right. would have gotten in trouble for that one and okay. if
0: you're a boy they suggested you somehow otherwise yes
3: make contact okay i'm gonna say Wait, yeah. well, it sure sounds like a scenario. Do, do, I'm just going to say do, do, do. no case just to have fun with it. And say it's a
1: scenario, though. I think it's a scenario. But no case. All right, no case. Cal. Here All we right, go. All
0: right, here we go, folks. Uh, here's the story. All of this mat- stuff that we told you that I listed as material fact did, in fact, occur. So, those of you who say this was a case, that would be Fred and Todd. Yes. Right, we pressured you, Denise. Two points each. Now.
3: Oh, that, did one you win? Only one point.
0: But now. wait, but wait parents through the school district and the principal and the teacher and neither side is able to discuss the outcome because there was a, ped- a settlement oh, including which we won that the principal the uh, teacher <coughs> was forced to resign
1: yes that means they won something yeah. i tell you right now it's settled they won
0: so something So the teacher resigned and todd Ta- uh, they say did. that uh, the teacher didn't warn the kids about the dangers of electrical cords they went through all these ridiculous scenarios of course he did they're working with electricity of course he warned them but you know. But
1: can't uh, you see, I mean, Cal, I could see this as a teacher just probably egging it on a little bit, but wasn't painted. Let's let the kids do whatever they want, which you got to be careful of that.
3: Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to do um, a sad story. I'm you know? going to do a countdown here because I've got Fred in last place at 14. I don't know. Me next at 17. And Todd, for the first time ever, is ahead at 23. I don't
2: know
1: if it's the first
0: time uh, ever but I'll take
1: it. All I got to say is I get 2 points, Todd gets 2 points, whatever that adds up to.
0: Okay, well you can give me the numbers here in a minute because we're, we're going to take a quick Yeah,
1: we're going right? to come back and talk about the billionaire boss that we're going to that is being sued for uh, a number of sexual battery lawsuits. By the way, this is the third one we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about the Supreme Court and Trump records, Mayweather fight, and the executive survivor of Survivor and the Great Amazing Race. And Big Brothers is suing CBS. These are, we're going to blow through them. Come back. It's going to be interesting.
0: More Radio Law Talk is coming up. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. .com to schedule
5: your appointment
1: See, that wasn't so bad.
2: I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy. Just because I wanna. Don't drive dirty. Gonna get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack quickest and the cleanest. Five car. We're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Saab, Cadillac—quick whack'll spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy, looking snappy. You'll be glad you was asked to quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your
4: closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road to come visit the
0: dog Quick Quack Car Wash Where your car will always leave happy Guaranteed They take pride in being clean and
2: green By conserving and recycling the water they use Only at the
4: Quick Quack
0: Car Wash I knew I had a problem But I didn't know what to do about it
5: I tried counting calories I took pills Eating and eating And then more eating
0: I really wanted to stop But nothing could make me stop
5: at one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up.
0: I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand.
5: We understand. We're Overeaters
0: Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their
3: compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous help me get my life back.
0: Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on.
5: With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. I knew I
1: had a problem, but I didn't know what to do
5: about it. peek a a Smile.
2: Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do
5: something to help.
1: Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better, and it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
5: Well, that's down
0: you're listening to Radiolawtalk.com, and now back to your host Frederick Penny.
1: So Alki David is a billionaire that was uh, inherited a Coca-Cola bottling franchise heir that is worth over supposedly over a billion dollars with a B. Well, he is a little bit interesting fella. That's what I want to say is. This is his third lawsuit for sexual harassment and/or sexual battery um, of, of an employee, of, right? of an employee, and it's usually through it was through these film on. It's you know he's got these film companies that he has, but um, he, he's the allegations are that he acts bizarre and grabs and gropes women, um, walks around the office. And these are allegations, uh, naked um, with. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into details because I don't want to on the radio, but. Uh, a real interesting fellow. That's all I gotta say.
3: And, and he forces people to watch movies. That they pornographic
1: movies that, that they don't want to. And so this is the third lawsuit against him. He's already been uh, sued, and they've won other cases against him, civil cases for this. And he's you know been hit with millions and millions of dollars of lawsuits and verdicts. So this third one is an individual lady who. Uh, has basically sued for the same basic things that the other women have sued for, and the verdict just came out. And the reason I want to bring this up is, uh, is there's a lot of background issues that I want to discuss. But the verdict just came down for what? No, no, no. There's no verdict yet. Yes, there is. It just came down. The jury it did? found eight. Yep, just came down like on Friday or something. Eight it's Not in our little notes. Yes, it just came down. They asked for ten million in one area and. And 50, and 50 million, but it just came down for 8.25 million dollars. They just just awarded.
3: And that's did, did they get to the secondary part about punitives? No,
1: this is uh, this is all it said. Is I just looked it up. They just came down with an 8.25 million dollar verdict. Now this is a case of uh, I'm trying to think of this lady's name, but Khan. Khan, that's exactly right. And she is is I believe Muslim, and it offended her in many ways that she felt. That uh, it, it, it derailed her career, it derailed her psyche because of her religious beliefs that she felt even more violated than a normal person. I, I guess this was the kind of the allegation because of her religious beliefs that touching that area is not proper. You know, um, but you know, to me, it, it doesn't matter what your religion is. That's improper. Uh, But here's the interesting thing that people do not know, that all you hear about is this guy's crazy actions. The first thing is this individual, this con lady, actually asked after this occurred, and this is their argument. Again, this is defense arguing this, alleged that that, uh, the two individuals that testified against him claimed prior to this that they that he owed them money, so the people testifying against him uh, owed him money, that that they were owed money and they were upset. So that's an argument of these guys had a way to just get again go against him by saying, hey, since you didn't pay us the money, you owe us. We're going to testify against you. The other thing is, Khan said she had suffered horrible abuse by this guy, but so they had evidence, according to defense, that sought a promotion. Uh, that she was seeking a promotion even after these incidences. Again, I am not in any way, those of you listening to me, saying this is okay. There's this is an exception. Therefore, you know what he did was not improper. I'm just telling you, we need to bring out both sides of the arguments. And so they're claiming if she had such horrible abuse by Mr. David, why did she continue to seek promotions within the company? And that's their argument. So. Um, and and uh, what's interesting about defense, think of you as the defense lawyer here, uh, the three of us. What do you do? I mean, this guy's bizarre. He's yelling at the judge. He yells at the, the, the jury, yells to the jury. What is it, Denise, you do to argue in this guy's behavior, You know, this whack behavior? Well, I think what happened
3: is that... He's so bizarre that he does not think anybody has any control over him that he first, and when I say he, I mean Alki David, he hung out his companies to dry. That's what he did right. because he refused to go to deposition. He refused to produce evidence that he was required in the discovery process. Right. And because of that, he got sanctioned by the court, first compelling him to go to deposition. Compelling him to produce the documents, and when he didn't at trial, he got issue sanctions where he can no longer testify, he can no longer bring that evidence before the court, and he got sanctioned monetarily as well.
1: Yeah, let me tell you a couple of things. He yelled out and said, This is not, not Nazi Germany, this is America. He went out yelling things to the jury as they're out there. But let me just say one quick thing, Todd. This is how their 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 lawyer argued. And this is the only thing the lawyer could do. And this is the argument for, don't forget, he represents this lawyer, represents the companies, not him, because he was unrepresented. The lawyer said, quote, Mr. David is loud, aggressive, and can be obnoxious, and he is not to everybody's taste. But that does not make him a sexual harasser. So that's... A, I." What a good argument! That's the only thing you could do well, in a case like this. They had to like hang on to strings to
3: make arguments, trying to save these companies.
2: So for those keeping score at home, in April it was an 11 million dollar verdict against him, and now he's got the 8.25 million dollar verdict. And because they found there's an allegation of malice, the penalty phase for punitive damages starts on Monday to see if there will be additional charges again or additional monies that he owes.
1: Wow, this billionaire might not be a billionaire anymore. We're going to come back and talk about Supreme Court and Trump and we're going to talk about Mayweather's fight. We'll be back. Stay with us.
0: Remember, we're live Pacific 9 to noon every Saturday. You can tune in then or of course, you can also stream us at radiolawtalk.com live. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
4: 800 918 1376. 800 918 1376. 800 918 1376. That's 800 918 1376.
0: All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer problem. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Read disclaimers?
2: Why, I couldn't. (coughs) The information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general.
0: The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk.
2: Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well.
0: Today Today we decided decided to walk walk to school. school. At At the corner, corner, we we waited to cross the street. The
1: The stoplight counted down. Fifteen... 41?
3: 31?
2: I mean, 13?
1: We, we took, took a left, left on Carroll Garden, Pratt- Street.
2: Garden Street.
1: Loud, Loud music was coming from, from a car. car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted.
2: There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on.
1: Danny. Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again.
2: I left my homework on the table.
1: At the, the school cool steps, steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really hope,
4: hope I he doesn't have another have bad day at, at school, school today. today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Are
5: you serious? Oh, come on. This
0: is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny.
1: So we try not to talk about Trump all the time because that's a full-time job and it's so political, politically charged back and forth on both sides. We do like to bring out both sides. But we have to bring out uh, what's going on in the uh, issue of the House panel trying to uh, subpoena uh, Trump's records. Uh, the uh, underlying courts, uh, including the appellate courts, have held in D.C. that Trump basically has to uh, open up his books to this House committee. Um, and what's, what's the, which House committee is this? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh House Oversight Com- Committee. Oversight mm-hmm. Committee. But just recently, this week, this is why it's important to bring this up, the United States Supreme Court put a halt on all of that. And said they didn't. They didn't. You know, Trump didn't win. All they did is put a halt on it, so the Supreme Court can hear the arguments. Um, and uh, those filings have to be filed by December fifth uh, before the Supreme Court to determine whether or not these subpoenas are appropriate or not appropriate or not for the House uh, committee to get all of his his information. Now, Todd brought up during the break that Denise, Todd, and I were discussing this. It's not necessarily they're asking for his tax returns, but he's going go through this actual subpoena, what it says.
2: Yes. And so what we have here is that so this subpoena was first issued on the 15th of April this year by the House Oversight Committee and what they are seeking from Mazars. Now, this Mazars is the name of the accounting agency that did Trump organization's finances, and it used to be called Wiser Mazers. And so what they're seeking is, uh, for an eight-year period, information from the following four categories, but the second category has no time restrictions and opens it up. So the first one is they want all statements of financial condition, not just tax returns. In the media, you hear tax returns.
1: is showing a fishing expedition.
2: This <laughs> says here, all statements of financial condition, Annual statements, periodic financial reports, and independent auditor's reports prepared, compiled, reviewed, or audited by Mazars USA LLP or its predecessor, Weiser Mazars LLP. That's one. Two, without regard to time, all engagement agreements or contracts related to the preparation, compilation, review, or auditing of the documents described in number one. And then it just keeps going on to where the, they want any and all communication, basically, from any employee in the Trump organization. It's very broad. And because of the timing of the lower court decision saying, yes, you have to turn it over, there was not time to file an appeal to have it heard, to to even see if the Supreme Court would even entertain hearing it. And so they've got relief to allow them to file their briefs by the 5th to see if the U.S. Supreme Court's even going to hear it.
3: Right. Yeah. right. My understanding is that the um, the entity that they're trying to get the f- documents from, um, it does not relate to Trump's businesses. It relates to Trump himself and his tax filings and that this is his long time, I think in excess of eight years, um, uh, accountants. And they're also asking for audits, correct?
2: They are asking among those are the financial information and independent auditors reports prepared by now it is him but consider this here. this is number four all memoranda notes and communications related to the preparation compilation review or auditing of the documents described in number one which is all those things including but not limited to all communication between donald bender and donald trump For any employee or representative of the Trump organization and all communications related to potential concerns that records, documents, explanations or other information uh, were incomplete, inaccurate or otherwise unsatisfactory.
3: It's wide open. Right. It's very wide open. But the the reality is there's no privileged documents there because and I talked just about this with my CPA um, that. They won't give out the records absent a subpoena, but if they get if they're given a subpoena, they have to give out the records because the financial records are not in and of themselves privileged, and there's communications between you and your CPA are not privileged. What about communications. the attorneys?
1: What about if you have attorney communication within those within those? Yeah. What if, what documents? if your CPA is
2: a tax attorney? What if you are talking with a tax attorney? <clears throat> you know, you, you hear this all the time on the radio, these tax attorneys offering call me and we'll go over this and we'll get your past tax returns filed and do this and everything is protected because I can perform this service and I'm also your lawyer.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's the exception. So for sure. So
2: that's what they've got here. I think the argument with all of this is that the House Oversight Committee doesn't have the authority to issue this subpoena. That this subpoena would be rightly issued in connection with Maybe an impeachment inquiry. It might be properly given with regard to a criminal inquiry, but that the entity it came from is not, is beyond the purview of what they can. That's the argument that they are going to make. Now we'll see how that one plays out.
3: I, I, I think oversight means oversight. And part of their directive is that they're supposed to oversee. Oversee the, what, though? The different, um, the different areas of our government so they can the oversight can oversee the judiciary the oversight can see the legislative and they can oversee the executive when they
2: do that that's typically overseeing programs and things that are going on here this oversight is looking into things that happened before donald trump was even part of government as a private individual it seems broad
3: It does seem broad. But but
2: the remedy here for this, though, is let's say the court agrees with him, and it's it's overly broad. Well, guess what entity is going to issue the next subpoena? Adam Schiff over there doing the impeachment inquiry. Judicial. They're they're going to go ahead and do this as part of the impeachment inquiry or the DOJ. What does that tell you?
1: And we're going to get to Cal in a second. What does that tell you about if you're a business person and want to run for office? Don't do it. Hard pass. Art pass. Not, that we're, not that there's anything being no, hidden. I, Who goes, wants that opened up? It Who goes
3: further. It you up? guys should challenge yourself. Don't you remember why Trump said he wasn't going to release his taxes? Because he was in an audit. So it goes further. What they're trying to see is just exactly, and really it came as a result of Mueller and Cohen. Because Cohen made these statements about Trump making False representations um, to lenders or false representations to the tax authorities. So this is what the oversight is looking at. But and, and, I, I, and,
2: and I, I would say it's what they're looking at, but if he made false statements to lenders, over-inflating, that's fraud, that's a criminal thing, let the DOJ investigate it let exactly. it be part of the impeachment inquiry. Well, the DOJ uh, won't. Uh, uh, well, this uh, is
0: just political. This is the problem. Yeah. This is political, sure. Trump is over the Justice Department. That's why they people well, justice Look, the Justice Department had no trouble investigating Trump. Look at look at the hearings that they had. Look at all this all of this stuff with Mueller and all of that. They that got the just, FISA warrant. Yeah, the, they, yeah I mean, <laughs> come on. So I this is just politics guys it yeah. is political theater here's the
3: interesting is. thing i want to bring uh, up i wouldn't call it theater the int- I, we have a constitutional crisis right now mm-hmm. where you've got to have three different branches of the law and now we're testing it we're just flexing muscles all the way around to see just how far but here's each the interesting branch thing goes is,
1: i think you're right to some degree what i see here is something that's going to affect both sides. Because uh, guess absolutely. what? When the de- be careful what you wish for, because it's going to open up the Democrats. Now, here's what I worry that's about. True. Here's what I worry about. I'm going to say this. i have always worried about this. It, I think people that should be running this government should have some business um, um, experience. I don't think one person has a. I know they have a right. Should be stepping foot in the government unless they've been an employer. Or, an employee, if they're full time government, you know, like people, they don't understand reality. Don't and, understand and,
0: the rules that the government makes and their effect on the common person and, trying to make a living.
1: And yeah. what I'm saying here well, is. Well, I think the difference.
3: Um, if you have somebody that's only been in the business world and has never been in politics ever in their life, they don't know how the political structure works. And, and
1: I don't disagree with that. Here's my point I'm bringing that's up. that's a crime. What yeah. I'm bringing up yeah. is I worry about. People getting cold feet that want to run for bit, run for the offices that have any business experience or had their own businesses okay. or have done that in the past because, wow, is everything going to be open up? I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. I ain't running because I'm not opening up everything in my life. Yeah, we may not, have, life.
3: may not have qualified candidates. Yeah, that's and, what I'm trying and, to and say.
2: Worst case scenario for the Democrats, Trump wins re election. But even then, it's only two terms. He goes back into private life. He goes back as a private citizen. But if you have to turn over all your finances, what business person would go in knowing that when their politics career comes to an end, everything that they have is now exposed. It's very difficult to run a business when everybody knows everything about your finances.
3: Nice. Just- it's been in the past that
1: way. Not uh, no, really. no, no one's no, no one's done that never, like this. Never really happened not like this before. This. But they I think you're right, not, Denise. Yeah. It's testing it's testing uh, a lot right now. This yeah, is, I we've think never done this before. I have to say, I'm learning a lot about our government. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be back and talk about unhappy fans trying to sue Mayweather and uh, executives behind Survivor, the executives suing CBS. We'll be back.
0: Lots of action in the law that we haven't covered yet, but it's coming up in just a bit right here on Radio Law Talk, so stay right there because the program will continue after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. ControlLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm.
4: When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings.
3: Brought to you by Teach and
1: the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off. At age 26,
3: Kareem finished his high school diploma.
1: I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable.
3: No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
2: Stop whining.
5: Boys are weird.
0: Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show.
1: So uh, those of you who are boxing fans, the Mayweather put. How do you say but Pacquiao. Pacquiao? fight Manny Pacquiao was supposed to be a huge fight, mm-hmm. and it was in 2015. I remember when this came out. This was this was going to be for the championship, and it's a big deal. And pay-per-view had it on, and and individuals, uh, you know, were really excited about this. And apparently, Pacquiao had some injuries that he didn't allow people to know, or, or kept it secret. Um, and, and so there's a number of people that have brought lawsuits suing, you know, everyone down the line, including Mayweather Pacquiao and, and all the, the, you know, comp- different companies to get their money back for a fight that was, quote, basically boring, even though it went all 12 rounds and, and boring because of the fact that he had an injury and he really couldn't fight very well. Well, here's an example of the ticket costs. Um, and this is in New York, um, where this, this uh, case, case uh, well, um, let me back up. This one is in the Ninth Circuit area, uh, but there, there, I'm going to talk about one that occurred in New York also in a second. But this is what I want you to understand that's really interesting. Tickets for this fight started at $1,500 a seat and got up as high as $231,000 a seat for a ticket in the secondary market. Can you believe that? Commercial subscribers to watch this had to pay up to $10,000 for pay-per-view access. If you like, maybe had a bar or a sports bar, bar. $10,000 per -per pay-per-view. People uh, that watch pay-per-view, they have to pay so much money in pay-per-view. This was millions and millions of dollars. And their argument is, look, we didn't get what we paid for because what? because we didn't know there was an injury to Pacquiao, and then this, this was a boring fight. Now, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals came down and ruled 3-0. Ninth Circuit is generally found as being a little bit liberal, but... But it's but, changing but, but it's changing, but, but here's the point. It's why I say 3-0. It's not that often 3-0 happens in any courts, uh, but a 3-0 that uh, the the subscribers who paid all this money to this as people quote a yawner or a boring one are not gonna are not gonna be able to uh, receive anything due to the fact, a couple of things. First of all, the court held that the plaintiffs demonstrated no injury, which is obvious. What were your injuries? Oh, I, I paid money for this. But then the biggest issue, is as follows. First of all, just because he had a shoulder injury doesn't necessarily mean the fight wouldn't go on and wasn't a normal fight or couldn't have done well. And letting this occur, this is the biggest issue, they were going to open the floodgates to fundamentally alter all professional sports where athletes better disclose all their injuries.
2: Look, Lennox Lewis, in my opinion, was one of the most boring boxers in all of boxing and and he he filled the void after Tyson went away and Holyfield went away. Lennox Lewis was in there, and if this litigation went forward, then everybody who bought pay per view for a Lennox Lewis fight ought to be able to sue to get it back. Amen for not letting this litigation go forward. Manny Pacquiao suffered a separated shoulder while he was sparring, and it happened about four weeks before the fight, and he tried as hard as he could and was medically cleared to play. The Athletic Commission—I think this was in Las Vegas—the Athletic Commission would not have let him fight if he was not medically cleared to fight. If you're medically cleared, you're able to go and you don't have to disclose it. The only people that may have an axe to grind were those people who bet on the fight because clearly laying down money not knowing one of your fighters is hurt is is information you would have liked to know. And I can't imagine any court allowing a lawsuit to go forward because of the gambling community. And so amen for this decision.
1: By the way, the Mayweather-Pacquiao purse was reported to be $300 million. Wow! Mayweather was standing to earn approximately $180 million, and uh, uh, Pacquiao was going to receive a humble $120 million. So, I'm thinking my shoulder's feeling good, Cal. If uh, let's see, let's see, we're going to cancel this thing. I, I don't care if it's off. Drill a hole and put it back together like pin the tail on the donkey for $120 million, I I think there's incentive to fight anyway, wouldn't you think, Denise? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs)
2: Manny Pacquiao, if you ever ever want to study the life of an individual, study the life of Manny Pacquiao, because he's a guy that will not quit. He was raised in poverty. The story is told about how his dad had to kill the family dog so that they could eat. Growing up in the Philippines, he was in poverty like that and then he found his way through boxing competing in the Olympics he's also a politician in the Philippines i, th- I believe he's uh, either a congressman or a senator uh, over in the Philippines the man has made something out of himself he's not the type that is going to back down because of a little separated shoulder and and let's face it, it you know yeah it wasn't the most exciting fight but it also, it wasn't a dog either. I mean, he put on a show. He did his best.
3: Yeah, you don't want you to know, open up that. So. You know who really put on a show? Mike Tyson. And the New York State Appeals Court dismissed the suit when he bit off Evander Holyfield's ear. Yes. There was a lawsuit that sprung up in New York. And so this is the precedent for this uh, suit, uh the lawsuit in Pequino's case as well.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. So, But anyway, all i got to say is... Uh, 180 and 120 million. Uh, we're fighting. Yep, we're fighting. I'll tell you right now. Okay, now look, I I was a Survivor fan uh, for many years, and I enjoyed Survivor. Uh, after a while, uh, to be honest with you, it kind of got old because it's the same thing over and over. The Amazing Race is interesting. That
3: like won awards for
1: yes. like ten years or something. Well, there's a guy named Gen Maynard, and and Gen Maynard is a veteran of CBS. He was one of the original guys that tried to help. that that kind of founded some of these. I mean, don't forget, it's usually not one person, but multiple people that are involved in this. But um, he joined CBS in 1997. He also helped uh, develop the drama uh, uh, CSI, which this guy is, though not well-known on the outside, has done a lot of things for Hollywood on the inside. So uh, what's happened is he he did The Survivor, Amazing Race, Big Brother, and and he's arguing that he's he's brought earned the company over a billion dollars is his argument, and what he's done is they have said that basically and he's I believe he says he's been discriminated against because of his age and his uh, national origin I believe he's Hispanic
3: race and age and accused the company of conducting a sham bias
1: investigation against him yeah so
3: he's like saying he they're they're setting me up to fire me.
1: Right, right, and he's age 53, but I I can't tell if he's Hispanic or what, but... He's of Japanese descent. Okay, I I couldn't tell one way or the other. I mean, he looks, I don't know, they see the picture of him, I can't tell, but what what it comes down to is he sues them, CBS, claiming that they fired him for improper reasons, and they fired him, uh, what, just a few months ago, October 2nd. um, He was advised that his position as senior executive vice president of what's called alternative programs, was being eliminated and being shut down. And then they said his last day of employment was December December 2nd. So he's suing them for uh, a myriad amount of money uh, to determine whether or not he's been discriminated against. And um, it goes on and talks about all the background issues here about... um, you know, some of the other chairmen and executives have left the company in September 2018. You know, uh, there's a- ac- accusations of sexual harassment. This thing is just starting, and the reason I'm bringing all this up is the, he, the lawsuits are just beginning. And this is one we're going to be f- be following as time goes on. So, um
3: yeah, he's recently just made the reboot of, of Beverly Hills 90210 mm-hmm. um, that CBS made for Fox. And he also helped with the new version of Kids Say the Darnest Things before ABC. And that's um, hosted by Tiffany Haddish. Have you guys seen that? No, I haven't. It's really. actually funny. It's very funny.
0: Based on the old Art Linkletter show yes. from many, many years ago. Well, guess what? I, gl- I think that's great, you guys, because I'm sure you have a lot of takes today. And one that you can share with us that we would call... A quick take. So, Mr. Penny, we'll start with you.
1: Hey, uh, we have found a new business uh, uh, to compete with the amusement parks. A big hoist that lifts people and spins them around 175 times in 60 seconds, and we charge them 15 bucks.
0: Nice. All right, Mr. Kunin, what is your quick take today?
2: There are three branches of government. Criminal investigation is an executive branch function, not legislative. Folks, stay in your lane.
0: And Denise...
3: Well, I wish I could respond to that, but is Depp becoming more attractive? Johnny Depp? No. He needs another lawsuit to be more interesting to Radio Law
1: Talk. Thanks for being (laughs) here at Radio Law Talk. See you next week. I'm Frederick Penny, your host, with Todd and Denise. We'll be back next week.
0: See you next time on Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.